Morning prayer begins on page three. I was glad when they said unto me, we will go into the house of the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. For the Venite, we'll do Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with songs. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 5 begins on page 347. Ponder my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. O hearken thou unto the voice of my calling, my King and my God, for unto thee will I make my prayer. My voice shalt thou hear betimes, O Lord. Early in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will look up. For thou art the God that has no pleasure in wickedness, neither shall any evil dwell with thee. Such as be foolish shall not stand in thy sight, for thou hatest all them that work iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speak lies. The Lord will abhor both the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me, in the multitude of thy mercy, I will come into thine house, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness, because of mine enemies. Make thy way plain before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward parts are very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulcher. They flatter with their tongue. Destroy thou them, O God. Let them perish through their own imaginations. Cast them out in the multitude of their ungodliness, for they have rebelled against thee. And let them that put their trust in thee rejoice. They shall ever be giving of thanks, because thou defendest them. They that love thy name shall be joyful in thee. Thou, Lord, wilt give thy blessing unto the righteous, and with thy favorable kindness wilt thou defend him as with a shield. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twenty-third chapter of the first book of Samuel. Then they told David, saying, Look, the Philistines are fighting against Calah, and they are robbing the threshing floors. 
Therefore David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go and attack the Philistines? And the Lord said to David, Go and attack the Philistines, and save Calah. But David's men said to him, Look, we are afraid here in Judah. How much more than if we go to Calah against the armies of the Philistines? Then David inquired of the Lord once again. And the Lord answered him and said, Arise, go down to Calah, for I will deliver the Philistines into your hand. And David and his men went to Calah and fought with the Philistines, struck them with a mighty blow, and took away their livestock. So David saved the inhabitants of Calah. Now it happened when Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, fled to David at Calah, that he went down with an ephod in his hand. And Saul was told that David had gone to Calah. So Saul said, <clears throat> God has delivered him into my hand, for he has shut himself in by entering a town that has gates and bars. Then Saul called all the people together for war, to go down to Calah to besiege David and his men. When David knew that Saul was plotted evil against him, he said to Abiathar the priest, Bring the ephod here. Then David said, O Lord God of Israel, your servant has certainly heard that Saul seeks to come to Calah to destroy the city for my sake. Will the men of Calah deliver me into his hand? Will Saul come down, as your servant has heard? O Lord God of Israel, I pray, tell your servant. And the Lord said, He will come down. Then David said, Will the men of Calah deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, They will deliver you. <clears throat> so David and his men, about six hundred, arose and departed from Calah and went wherever they could go. Then it was told Saul that David had escaped from Calah. So he halted the expedition. And David stayed in the strongholds in the wilderness and remained in the mountains in the wilderness of Ziph. Saul sought him every day, but God did not deliver him into his hand. So David saw that Saul had come out to seek his life. And David was in the wilderness of Ziph in a forest. Then Jonathan, Saul's son, arose and went to David in the woods and strengthened his hand in God. And he said to him, Do not fear, for the hand of Saul my father shall not find you. You shall be king over Israel, and I shall be next to you. Even my father Saul knows that. So the two of them made a covenant before the Lord, and David stayed in the woods, and Jonathan went to his own house. Then the Ziphites came up to Saul at Gibeah and said, Is David not hiding with us in strongholds in the wood? In the hill country of Hakilah, which is on the south of Jeshimon. Now therefore, O king, come down according to all the desire of your soul to come down and our part shall be to deliver him into that king's hand. And Saul said, Blessed are you of the Lord, for you have compassion on me. Please go and find out for sure, and see the place where his hideout is, and who has seen him there. For I am told he is very crafty. See therefore, and take knowledge of all the lurking places where he hides, and come back to me with certainty, and I will go with you. And it shall be, if he is in the land, that I will search for him throughout all the clans of Judah. So they arose and went to Ziph before Saul, but David and his men were in the wilderness of Maon, in the plain on the south of Jeshimon. When Saul and his men went to seek him, they told David. Therefore he went down to the rock and stayed in the wilderness of Maon. And when Saul heard that, 
he pursued, pursued David in the wilderness of Maon. Then Saul went on the side of the mountain, and David and his men on the other side of the mountain. So David made haste to get away from Saul, for Saul and his men were encircling David and his men to take them. But a messenger came to Saul, saying, Hurry and come, for the Philistines have invaded the land. Therefore Saul returned from pursuing David, and went against the Philistines. So they called that place the Rock of Escape. Then David went up from there, and dwelt in the strongholds of En Gedi. Here ended the first lesson. <clears throat> Then he did possess on page 11. Blessed art thou, o Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eighteenth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Then he spoke a parable to them, that men always ought to pray and not lose heart, saying, There was in a certain city a judge, who did not fear God, nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him, saying, Get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God, nor regard man, Yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said, and shall God not avenge his own elect, who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on earth? And he spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week, I give tithes of all that I possess, and the tax collector, standing far afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified, rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers 
and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant to us, Lord, we beseech thee, the Spirit to think and do always such things as are right, that we who cannot do anything that is good without thee may by, may by thee be enabled to live according to thy will, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. I want to reflect again today just on how this wilderness experience of David sort of typifies the Christian life. And we, we first should note, you know, we talk about the wilderness motif in the Bible. We're, we're naturally drawn to Israel in the wilderness after the Exodus and, of course, Jesus in the wilderness. But we should note here that David now here is in the wilderness and, and um, it's a time of testing for him. 
we must remember as reading this David story that David is the Lord's anointed. He has specifically chosen him to be king. You might wonder, well, why is he running around the desert, you know, from his enemies? But that's that's sort of the motif of the Christian life, epitomized by our own by our Lord, who you know, who who was the chosen, but ended up being crucified, and um, that those who who are in Christ are um, purified and tested, you know, or or should say purified through testing in in times of wilderness, uh, you know, where where faith is is both tested to see if it's real and strengthened through the exercise of it. And it, it kind of connects to our Psalms today, and it really gives us the setting for our Psalms, um, where, for example, um, you know, Psalm in verse 8 today, where the psalmist prays, Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of mine enemies. Make thy way plain before my face. And this is the idea you know, David's running from enemies, but he's leaning on God. He's leaning on the insight that comes through the priestly ephod to let him know where to go. And as he listens to God, he's saved from his enemies and kept safe. Um, and likewise, as we live in Christ and, and depend upon where he's leading us day by day, we're kept safe from those temptations that befall us, you know, in daily life that might draw us away and out of that place of connection to God, which is both the place of testing, but also the safe place. And the, the last line of the psalm today kind of sums it up. For, for thou, Lord, will give thy blessing unto the righteous, and with thy favorable kindness will thou defend him as with a shield. And David, who's living in, in um, prayer, in, in connection to God in the wilderness, is being defended and there's a lot of things that are typical of the spiritual struggle. For example, the Ziphites conspire to with Saul to hand David over. Sometimes in life, in the spiritual life, we find you know, people are stacked against us. Sometimes somebody we trusted, you know, to to, to thought was a friend, to, you know, determine you know determines to 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 not be on our side. But the point here is, and this this is in, uh, with the. Um, the main temptation is always to respond in kind. And we'll notice that David does not respond in kind to Saul. Saul's trying to kill him. He's not going to try to kill Saul. He's going to maintain his innocence as he as he's led by God through the wilderness. That's our main temptation in the world is as we're besieged by temptations and tests that we will respond to the world with anger, bitterness. They did this to us. We'll do that to them. We want to hold on to that stand, that position of being righteous and, and walking in Christ. And then the other thing about the psalm, where, where the psalmist prays to um, for God to overthrow his enemies, and sometimes we have trouble with this, you know, when it gets very, what, what it can be called imprecatory, God cast them down, judge them. And yet, it's really not that strange biblically. Um, for example, and we can turn to Revelation chapter 6, where the, the martyrs under the altar say to God, how long, O Lord, holy and true to you, avenge our blood on those who killed us? Justice calls out for the right thing to be done. But when the psalmist prays for justice, notice he's saying, God, you judge. And then we as God's people wait in, in doing the right thing until God acts. And that's different than becoming impatient and acting on our own to bring about a justice that will never work out very right. <clears throat> so 
And, and in fact, we're praying for God's justice every time we pray the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven is both a prayer for the deliverance that comes from God's presence. But when the kingdom comes in its fullness, there's going to be some judgment in the full light of day. That's that's what we want. And, and we should, that, that's sort of being grieved at the injustice in the world that we see always is this prayer for the kingdom to come. And our gospel today highlights... Um, what we might call sort of two aspects of of being the righteous, being, you know, keeping ourselves in Christ as David does, and therefore within his favor and being protected as with a shield, one is prayer. Um, you know, it, Jesus likens faithful prayer to a, to a widow who, who beats, you know, continues to harass an unrighteous judge until the guy says, okay, fine, get what you want. And, and it's interesting, Jesus encourages this kind of prayer that God, and, and the idea is, is continuing in our prayer, not until, you know, we'll, we'll pray for a year to see how it works out, but we're just praying because that's the only place our help comes from, is we're waiting for God to act in our lives. We're going to continue to pray and wait until, until he does. And it's interesting what Jesus says, uh, you know, Will, when the when the Lord comes, will he find faith on earth? That is, will he find his people holding on to him like that if for, in prayer, waiting for him to come and judge? Or will they get distracted from their prayer into their own interests and causes? And in many ways, this is exactly what happened to Saul. He got distracted from focusing on what God called him to do and started thinking about, oh, what the people want from me or what I'll be, you know, what I'll look like or how, how I might lose my power. And though all those concerns draw us from our prayer and, and faith and faithfulness keep us connected. And then also the, the other aspect of, of sort of being righteous is humility. That is being aware of our utter dependence upon God. The, the, the you know, the tax collector says, God be merciful to me, a sinner. You know, of course, all of our liturgies express this sense that we don't have any way to stand before God other than by faith. But the minute we begin to think, oh, well, I'm, I'm doing this pretty well. Actually, this commends my, you know, this commends me to God is accompanied by a move to sort of trust in our own cleverness. So constant prayer and humility and, and a place of dependence, ironically, is what puts us within the will of God and keeps us, you know, in that position of David, who is a sort of forerunner or image of Christ. And we live in Christ in the wilderness of the world, being protected with God's favor as a shield as we continue in our prayer and continue in humble dependence upon him. We know God will lead us, keep us safe from our enemies, and eventually come and deliver us just as he will uh, exalt David ultimately to be king. So, a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with the prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. 
Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thanks to Barb and Robert for co-leading with me. Have a great uh, Tuesday. Bye-bye, everybody. A good one. Thanks, Bishop Scott. Thanks, Dick and Bob. Have a good day, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Thank you, everyone.